Blog Talk Radio. Uh, um, 
the ear bobber with the uh, microphone coming down in your mouth, so we look like we're, you know, side So no by. more scaring three people in a team, just the person wearing the headset. Yeah, pretty much. Craps their pants, and then yeah. I mean, everybody else knows. Yeah. Just the, just the, you know, just the guy with the headset's going to so crap himself. So when the person with the headset is over in the corner just jumping on their own, we yeah. know someone from the other team. When they scream and run away, <laughs> we know. Oh, maybe we should. Okay, so look, um, we've got um, a, a phone number to call if you want to call in and ask us any questions about the new equipment or about life or anything like that. Um, 914-205-5450 is the number you call to get a hold of us. And, you know, if you want to get a hold of Sean, uh, he has a private, uh, let me just shout out your private number for all your... Uh, 1-900? Well, no, you're a 900 number now. Hey, right. well, someone wants to talk uh, to me, they're going to pay for ooh, it. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, look, this was on local teams. Now, we've got Henry our magazine with a bag on it there. Yeah, okay, so we did a magazine, and we're redoing a magazine. We're going to be doing an, uh, other ones. This one... Um, the third issue of Hunter Hunters, we had uh, we unmasked your hometown paranormal teams. So I'm reading actually from the magazine, the good, the bad, and the newbie. Uh, ever since paranormal team, the ghost uh, Taps premiered Ghost Hunters uh, in 2004. Paranormal investigation teams have been sprouting up like weeds in every state in America. So and that's true, and it's kind of you know it, it's it's. Calm down a little. You know, it, it has, it, it, you still have a lot of the shows on TV. Heck, the original's still on there. But you find that a lot of the teams that start out four, you know, what, six or seven years ago or longer, they're not around anymore. No. They're, they don't last. Um, they don't, you know, our, our people um, will start a team and have a bunch of meetings or, you know, get together and hoot and holler and, Maybe go on one investigation, you know, at their buddy's house, and then that's it. It's done. And how long have we been doing it? Oh, a week or two. We're celebrating our tenth year. Ten, ten years. Oh my goodness, we're on our tenth, tenth year. Yes. Two thousand five. Yes. Oh my goodness gracious, that's ten years. We're ten years old. I'm like cookie. I can't. But look, I got another control object. See that? A creepy ball. A creepy form? ball, yeah. I like how we're in yeah. a basement. Yeah. And there's a creepy ball in the corner by Just chilling. Just by You're not saying anything about the heads hanging on hooks. Well, that, that you don't care, yeah. I've walked into your guys' house how many times? Well, we don't have any heads hanging creepy, on hooks. Creepy, creepy zombies. As anyone out there knows. Things. I'm used to it. Sitting there right on the kitchen table, you got a zombie wine holder. I mean. Well, yeah, but my mom bought me that. Bought us that. So, all right, so. Anyway, there's a lot of teams out there. We've had a lot of paranormal teams, and if you're if you are a prospective client thinking about getting, you know, having uh, a team come out, be very careful. Um, you know, just because someone says they're part of a team or they're this, that, check their references. Ask them, you know, you know, if they have a website, a Facebook, uh, you know, and see what kind of activity they have on it. See, you know, how professional they are. Um, and, and ask them what equipment they use. You know, um, do them a little, you know, check them out. 
And These people you, are going to be in your home. You need to check them out. And would you think that it's okay to ask them maybe for a reference from a previous client? I would think that would be something I would do. There you go. If I'm going to allow people in my house, I want to know what they're about. I want to know that, you know, heck, my business, I own my own business, mm-hmm. okay? So I'm going to have people come into my business. They're going to be there, you know, by themselves or with limited staff around them. I want to know that they can be trusted. I mean, hell, I don't want to bond it, but I want to know that they've been in other places and that they have good, you know, uh, references that people say nice things about them. You know, otherwise, what's the point? And nowadays, with social media, oh, as what it is, yeah. I mean, you can find yeah. a team's reputation. Yeah. We have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter account. We have a YouTube account. We have a Pinterest. Instagram. And Instagram. So, I mean, we're, I mean... That is a great way to, if you're looking for an investigation team in your area, just, I mean, there's so many outlets nowadays, not just going on the old interweb and looking for a website, but social social media nowadays is just taking yeah. over. And, and, and that's a good thing because you can really research them. Now, we have done investigation. This was years ago. We did an investigation at uh, a client's personal you know, residence, and we went through and uh, we found nothing. But now uh, our co-founder, our, our co-lead, um, Christy, has a, has a degree in psychology, and she works in that field. She's a case manager um, you know, for people that have issues. Uh, during the course of, of talking to the client, uh, Christy had come to the, you know, that this woman needed to actually see a therapist. That what she was doing was, you know, what she was hearing, what she, you know, was going on, really was in her own mind. It wasn't anything that was there at the house. So she didn't like that, you know, because we're honest. If, if we don't feel that there's anything there, now you can't say 100% <clears throat> there's nothing there. No. Okay, and just because we didn't find anything the one time we were there doesn't mean for sure, but you have a sense of these things. Um, so... After the review, after everything was said and done, we didn't find anything, and Christy suggested that she talk to a therapist if this was an ongoing issue. She didn't agree and called in another local team. This local team was a bunch of newbies that had just started this team. All excited, we're on a ghost hunt. We're going to find us some ghosts. And so they thought they did. They said, oh, there's 100% on it, 100% on it. You know, with absolutely nothing really to back them up other than the fact that they really wanted it to be haunted. And this woman didn't get any help. So, you know, I wish I had the uh, end of the story for you that, you know, she did finally did or whatnot. We don't know. But uh, it did cause some issues uh, that, you know, this is someone that needed to actually get help. But because of a new team that was so excited about just going out on investigation, they were willing to tell a client whatever they wanted. And that's another thing. We've had businesses. We've had hotels. We've had motels. You know, we've had bed and breakfasts that have called us out on investigation. Some of them, we found stuff. Um, one of them in particular, we didn't find anything. Yeah. And uh, the uh, manager, the owners, were quite perturbed at us because we wouldn't go and say it was haunted. You know, we, we can't, all we can say is what the evidence dictates for us to say. 
And for us, it's even easier because we're a scientific team. I mean, that's what we go off of is the evidence that we collect in the time span of whatever amount of time we've spent on the investigation and what pops up in the review. So, oh, we can have review now. Oh, oh my goodness. And that's, we are going to really cover everything. And that's another thing. If, if you're thinking about starting a team, don't go overboard like Mac did. <laughs> Just remember, six cameras on a five-hour investigation yields 30 hours of review, not including audio. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, because we have six, doesn't mean we're going to use all six. No. Okay. Uh, what it means is what we're, and we actually have more than six. Yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, but, you know, like I'm saying, just because we have them all, doesn't mean we're going to use them all. We're going to dictate whatever the investigation, you know, but they're all past. They are all cool. I'm kind of excited about using them all. I mean, uh, but the Bell Howard, Howard, uh, how will be the primary. Um, then the other night shot, uh, and probably about three or four of them will be used. And then if we have a bigger one, then they're all get used. Well, let's touch more on the fact that, you know, there are teams that watched the TV shows and thought to themselves, well, I can do that. Your ghost is... is Slimer is going to fall. Your ghost is going to... Slimer is just having a heyday. But there are teams that, you know, sit at home, watch the show, and say, hey, I can do that. They don't have any formal training. No. And you can attest. You did it. That's how you started. Oh, you I, went I, out, I went out on your own. Yeah. <laughs> so With a, Polar, a Polaroid camera and a recorder that was like a box. I and, tell you, you have to lug around. And we say yeah. that the team has been together for 10 years. Everybody in the room has varying years and experience yeah. at Paranormal Investigating. Yeah. You've been doing it for, I joke. I used to drive a rock. I joke. <laughs> But it's true, you've been investigating the paranormal longer than I've been alive. Yeah. Where even though Christy had the team together for 10, 10 years, that's when she founded it, she's been investigating into the paranormal longer. You know, yeah. so, I mean, everybody has varying degrees. And when you bring someone new into a team with the amount of experience that we have, no, the yeah. new people get some of the best training. Oh, sure. And we take that very serious yeah. as far as the we training is concerned. I will say, okay, so I'm not really all that excited about um, Christie's brother right now. But give the devil his due. Um, he was taught how to be an investigator. He knows what he's doing. I mean, more than a lot of people out there. So, I mean, he is, you know, even though he has that dent in his forehead <laughs> from somebody's foot, um, he's, he's a, always was, from a very young age, a very good investigator. Um, well, he was the first junior member of the honor. He, he was. He was. So, and he's been yeah. on several investigations with uh, us. Probably more than you, you know. Yeah. Not now, but at a certain time, that was true so, when he was around. So he got a lot of great hands-on experience and got to go to a lot of, you know, really cool locations. Yeah, he didn't get to go to uh, Alcatraz, but, but uh, you know, and it's like when you're talking to um, a uh, – you know, a local team, and you're seeing how, you know, they are. Um, basically, when you make it, you know, when you're when you're having them show up or you're going to be interviewing them or you're, they're going to be coming to your house to do a baseline or anything like that, you want them to show up. 
you know, if you know if they don't show up or they show up and they're you know they're in disarray or they're smell of alcohol or weed or any of that kind of stuff, then you know don't let them in your house. Don't let them in your house. You know, at that point in time, it's okay for you to say, you know what? Eh, thank you for playing. You know, you're looking for professionalism. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You're looking for a team that carries themselves in a professional manner. I mean, this is what we do can affect people's lives. And well, that's what I was trying to say earlier with that other one, was when you have a team that doesn't care for the client, that doesn't really have their best interests at heart, that is, uh, that's not good. Um, we don't provoke. No. We don't provoke because when we are done with the investigation, we pack up and go home. You know, if we've got a provoked, uh, you know, enraged entity, um, then, you know, we're not there to deal with it. We're gone. We're home. The client's still there. Clients are, are still there and possibly dealing with something that's even more malicious now because of what we did by stirring it up. That's why we don't know it. No, but I will say um, what's really been good, though, is the last couple of investigations that we've, we've done um, with follow-up, because we do follow-up, um, that it, it's been, uh, you know, one has had nothing, no problem at all, totally gone. And the other one um, has been able to sleep in her house now for the first time since this all happened. Um, there has been, you know, where the kids are still upset, but the kids want... I mean, I've always wanted to live in a haunted house. But as far as everything, they're able to stay in their rooms now. They're able to sleep in the house. Yep. And um, the, uh, we, I, don't, I think we already talked about this, that the whole issue with that uh, alleged haunting was high levels of EMF, which is why your baselines are very important. And when you do a baseline, it's for a reason. Because we walked into that house, you know, uh, having a pretty good idea of what the issue was. You know, when you're looking at 166 uh, point, you know, upstairs, and you're looking at, you know, a combined, you know, 100 downstairs with the different appliances, you're looking at what's called a fear cage, where they, this, this, these occupants were actually living in an EMF fear cage, which what that is, when you have such high levels of electromagnetic field, or you're trapped inside, you're, you're feeling anxious. You're, you're feeling watched. You're feeling like something is, is in the room with you. And it's not. It's just the electromagnetic field that you're encased in. And that one, I mean, we all felt, I mean, that, that she had an older CRT-style TV in that oh. house, and we all yeah. felt something off of that television because of the fact that it was putting out such high EMF reactions. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then uh, we took it um, upon her request, and, and it's now scaring uh, seagulls at the dump. So there's that. But uh, So I don't think that we've got the other team showing up. Um, they're not even calling in. They're just doing a no-show, which, you know, I'm sad that that happened. Um, I mean, we've had this plan for how long? Since the 5th. So I mean, whatever it came up, well, you know, we don't know. You know, I mean, we had our grandfather in the hospital today getting a pacemaker, so um, it would have been uh, uh, very easy for us to have not been here. 
tonight. And then, you know, but he is, the whole hospital room is blooded with family right now. So we thought we'd, we'd give him a break from our, pres- from our presence, you know. So, Christy, I was just playing around on the Internet on my phone here. ParanormalSocieties.com. You ever use that website? We are listed on there. And this is, uh, we're talking about local teams. Uh Um, Just a search for uh, paranormal teams in Southern Oregon came up with all of Oregon. There's actually 42 total listed on there. Are we one of them? We are the only one in Klamath Falls listed on the, the ParanormalSocieties.com website. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, like the team we were supposed to be talking to today is a newer team. So, um, so give them time. But they have, they've already, in, in our area, at yeah. least, they've already gotten their name out there. They've done the newspaper and news thing. We've so, done the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> We've done the newspaper. You look awfully sexy on the cover of that paper, too, by the way, dude. Uh, Two of us in this room were on the cover. Don't just tell me. Well, I know. Yeah. Well, they were afraid that if they put my image on there that, you know, they just they wouldn't have enough paper everyone would be wanting it for, you know. But this is actually a, a really good website, paranormalsocieties.com. Uh, doesn't just have Oregon. There's also a ton of other... Yeah, yeah they have national teams on here. Um, it actually... Uh, gives another section directly below the state of Oregon that says uh, the paranormal societies also serving this state. So these are teams outside of our area that will come and service Southern Oregon or Oregon in general as needed. And there's a big list in that, including state teams from Washington, California, Nevada, Colorado, um, Idaho, so we have other teams in the area. You don't necessarily have to use a a team directly in your hometown, and if you don't have one in your hometown, this will give you a great way to search for someone that uh, you may want to have come in and do an investigation on your home. But, yes, we are listed on that. Very proud to see that. It's the first time I've actually been on that website before, but still do your research on that. Well, I looked at a couple of those um, earlier, and I, I saw a couple that they didn't even have Oregon listed. I mean, you know, what's that about? No, no Oregon. So I was a little concerned about that. So I posted... We are here on my personal Facebook tonight about the um, the uh, radio show. Yeah, I, I, I had a, a, a person ask a question. Is you, is his name is Haywood? <laughs> he wants to know when we're going back to yesterday's plaza with them all our new fancy gear. Well, I uh, that's a good question. Um, we. We have we have got so many, as you know, so we are booked out until July. Uh, so probably not until after July. We I mean, this coming weekend we have two investigate. Do you know that? Yes, we do. Friday yeah. night, Saturday night. Saturday night. It's yeah. going to be busy. Yeah. And then after that, we have every other weekend, including um, a week long trip. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Um, you know, we're discussing 
when to bring in a paranormal investigation team. Um, I'll bring this up because it has been a topic of discussion before. Charging for services. Oh, yeah, we don't charge. We don't personally charge. Um, we're a total nonprofit organization. Yeah. Uh, we're there, obviously, for the research uh, of paranormal and to assist. I mean, that's the big thing. If we can help someone in our community or surrounding community. Well, we've done that, and I feel really good about that. I mean, I, you know, having, having the clients tell me, you know, came into the office and sat down, did a follow-up when I gave them their, uh, um, you know, their, their whole um, the breakdown on the investigation, um, and having her tell me that they're actually sleeping in the house now, where they were not sleeping in the yeah, house. Yeah, that was... They, they were talking to us about moving. Yeah, that was a you know, so. really neat experience. and I mean, that's the kind of stuff that's rewarding. Actually, the last two were like that. Me and you two. got to sit down yeah. with this lady this yeah. week yeah. Yeah. and just, yeah. you know, get to hear how the, happy she Yeah, started. she felt better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and when we were able to give her an investigation report and yeah. show to her, hey, this was our findings, she said, you know what, that's enough for me. Yeah. I already feel better. But this is that that last extra push to get me over the hump to know okay everything's all right. So, I mean it's it's don't get me wrong it's fun to go to these places oh, and sure. it's neat. But to be able to help someone like that who was I mean like you said was literally talking about bailing, leaving yeah. the house, moving all together, yeah. and it only been there yeah. six months. I mean it's well and the one before that where they had a child that uh, was in fear that they were in fear of the child and, and then doing a cleansing uh, and then having it where they felt safe in their own home. Now that, that was really, um, that one we found evidence. That one had, you know, that one, oh my goodness. I mean, when you have an audio recording of footsteps coming to the center of the room where, the end of, you know, where somebody had hung themselves, having, a, having that, that yeah, noise you know, there, having the chair, having the chair, you know, uh, squeal being pulled up underneath where the uh, the noose was, and then having that, go ahead and do it. I'm not going to do it. Oh, come on. Yeah, see, that was good, having that on there. I mean, so, it, was, it was definitely a class A. That's one I think we need. We, do we get a privacy on that? Can we use that? Is it public or is it private? That's one we need to put on. Yeah. yeah, he signed off his rights. He just doesn't want his name or his address of his yeah. place listed. And, and that's another thing. When you're talking about getting a team in there, yeah. you know, we walk in and we have paperwork. <laughs> a yeah. ton of paperwork well, for the client's protection and for our team's protection. Well, now I had, um, I've been on the phone talking um, with a, a, a prospective client um, for a really huge investigation. We will be the first team to do this investigation. It is um, it's, it's very near and dear to me because one of the the uh, entities that may be haunting it is my own father. Huh? Now that's something... I want to talk about hitting close to home. That's pretty close to home. Um, it has a lot of history in this place. A lot of history in this place. So, and uh, talking to uh, the prospective client and explaining to him what kind of um, paperwork we bring, the insurance that we bring to the place, you know, 
they feel a lot more secure in having a team come there. Now, that's part of the professionalism is that you're not just coming in there with, you know, your bubble gum and your, your smartphone camera. You're actually coming in prepared. You're coming in with, you know, insurance. You're coming in with, you know, uh, privacy protection, privacy. You know, so they're not, we're not going to be, oh, hi, you know, Joe Blow, blah, blah, blah. Here's your image on my personal Facebook with your address so people can go and see, you know, the ghost that I thought I saw, which was really just, you know, a dust mite. So I don't know. It's, uh, it's something that, you know, you have to be careful of. Um, okay, well, let me go back into the studio here on this and see if we still uh, we don't have any of them calling us. Um, I don't think that we're going to have that other secondary team come in. Well, I'm I'm basically done. Um, what? Yeah. Oh, well, we would never do that anyway. Yeah. Oh, sure, but that's something that, you know, basically, they have a lot of other teams, like what Christina is saying, is that they bring in different tools and, and whatnot. So as a uh, prospective client, you want to ask them what they're going to be bringing into your house. And you do not want them to be bringing in anything that's going to uh, bring in something from the other side. Ouija's are dangerous things, especially if they're not done right. We're very literal when we uh, do EVP. That's another thing with a, a team that might not be, uh, you know, out there that long. We had um, uh, a very, you know, a, a, you know, someone I respected, someone that actually uh, knew what they were doing, but made the uh, casual um, um, statement of use our energy. And so you can't do that. Uh, we have now a bunch of EMF boxes uh, and an EMF uh, pump for, you know, that kind of thing, for energy to be used and to, and to go forward and to actually, you know, we have all these little boxes with these lights and antennas on for, you know, for them to communicate with us now. Um, and they have the uh, EMF pump to be able to use that energy. So we have something else that they can use when we go out on these things. But I don't think that we're going to have the other team. Um, I think with, uh, we can pretty much call this as a, uh, as a done uh, show. And then we can have, uh, I will contact, I don't think we're going to have a, a, a show next week because we have so many investigations. What do you think? Okay, so we will. I'm going to have Brent. I'm going to contact Brent. He's the uh, gentleman, uh, Brent Butler, who does, uh, he's a stand-up comedian, and he works uh, at Disneyland behind the scenes as a, uh, uh, he's the one that repairs the animatronics and the different props and whatnot. So that would be pretty interesting. He's got a lot of stories about haunted Disneyland that he's going to share with us. So that's going to be next week. You're going to see a lot of us advertising that. And until then, here's uh, Sean's favorite song. We all rock out to this. Play it, play it, play it, Here play it, play it.
Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor, right through the door and all around the wall. A splotch, a splotch, be careful of the blob. 